Right, so today we have had the infamous Samuel Leeds, the property millionaire in the studio and we have been talking some amazing subjects to name a few. We've got breaking into the property business. He's talked about buying hotels, this was energy. In, this was incredible. Like I actually sat here and learned so much off the guy. It was fantastic. And his levels of pettiness, I love it. It was fantastic. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think part of it was buying a billboard opposite a rival's house. Okay. So honestly, everything from kind of the high energy, dealing with haters, there's a lot of subjects that I absolutely loved here. So we hope you enjoy it, guys. guys welcome to the ash brothers podcast and a good friend of mine someone who um really has been heavily on the radar in the property industry so if you don't know him and you're in property then you must have had your head buried in the ground samuel leeds property millionaire welcome, welcome sam mate. thank you so much guys good to be here brilliant so um to be honest i think um the first thing is is you know you've built a big and successful business or businesses, um, but certainly the one that's certainly on my radar is the way you're training people into effectively making money in property in a multitude of different ways. So for those that don't know about that, do you mind just giving us a bit of background on that? Yes, yeah, so when I became a property millionaire and then started being successful, um, I started doing something called deal selling. So I'd basically mm. find deals, a little bit like what you do actually in, in real estate, but the other, the other end. So I'd find yeah. deals on the market or off market, but yeah. I'd package them and then I'd pass them on to investors and nice. charge like a finder's fee. And to do that, I had to market myself. So I started putting videos on YouTube. I'd be like, hey, this is, my name is Samuel Leeds. <laughs> I'm a property investor. I'm packaging deals up. This is what I do. Um, and every time I'd package a deal up and sell it to an investor, I'd like document it, stick oh, it on YouTube. Nice, nice. And then and then people started, started getting a few negative comments. You know, people would be like, um, Oh, you know, you, you're 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 only a millionaire because I bet your parents gave you a load of money. <laughs> Classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or or you got started in 2008. Um, it was the perfect time. Yeah, then I'm thinking, yeah. what? That was like just before one of the biggest was, recessions, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So, oh, you got in at the right time. You're yeah, lucky. Yeah. This. So I just thought, you know what? As a little bit of a social experiment for fun, and this is like maybe about four years ago now, I did a social experiment called a financial freedom challenge. All right, nice. In 2018. I basically got a videographer, had a referee with me, and said, I'm gonna start again from scratch in real estate with no money, yeah. with no contacts, yeah. with not, I'm gonna close my access to my bank yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go in disguise, take an alias name, watch me build it again from scratch. <laughs> and, and I had a videographer with me and a referee to make sure I didn't cheat. And during that week, you know, I ended up, I got chucked out of some. Networking events. There was a guy called Rob Moore. Screw that guy. Oh, Rob yeah. Moore. What's this, Screw that guy. What's this? What's this beef with Rob Moore? Well, going well, well on, no. Really? Just you know what? I went. I went to this property networking event, and I had a disguise on. But the it was. But the the guy who was running the event recognised me, and because right. he saw me as a competitor, he was like, "Are you Samuel Leeds?" I was like, I am. We're doing the stash off. I was like, I am. The stash off. No, I did, man. I did, I did. I was just got a glasses, a wig, everything. He said, you Samuel Leeds? I said, I am Samuel Leeds. I'm doing this thing. I'm doing it. And then he chucked me out of the event. No way. Yeah, he chucked me out. Screw that guy. 
Right. So that was progressive property. But anyway, my point is, <laughs> I've managed to become financially independent again from scratch. Document put that on YouTube. That blew up. Yeah. That got like 1.6 million views real Nuts. quick. Nice. And then everyone started saying to me, "Can you help me do the same?" And that's why I set the training company. That's well, certainly when I went hard on the training business. Yes. Um, about 2018. That was when like I blew up. That was when it hit. Yeah. That was when it hit. I mean, to be honest, I've seen, you know, because obviously we follow each other on social media. Um, I think you're one of the few people in the industry who's also been kind of verified on multiple yeah, yeah. social media Yeah, I'm all over the press. Well, and that's great. Um, what, you know, for me, one thing that sticks out is some of the success stories. So I've seen people, you've taken people with effectively no money and you've taught them the process on how to make money in property and then got them fully into property development, haven't you? Yeah. So why do you do that? Well, I do it because for a start, when I started out in business, yeah. when I was like 16, 17, I'm very grateful that there was a few people that believed in me, took mm, me under their wing. Mm, mm, One of my mm. mentors, Tony, I was yeah. a teenager, met him at Business Network International. People treated me seriously. At school, I thought I was I was stupid. I failed in school. Mm, yeah. um, and I want to be able to be that person. You know, I want to be able to be that person that actually believes in people that maybe haven't got business degrees, um, a lot of loads of money behind them. You can come out of school feeling almost like fucking hell. I'm can be lost, miles can't behind, lost. I'm lost. What's, yeah. wrong, what's wrong with me sort of thing? Well, in school, they teach you how to be academic. Well, they teach, you how, to be order, a, they teach you how to be a worker. An order taker, I like to call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They don't do, They don't teach. It's a bit of the, the rich dad, poor dad story, isn't it? It's that they don't teach you how to build a business. They teach you how to work in one. Yeah. And, exactly. that's, and that's what they teach you at school. Yeah. They teach you skills. It's like, you know, a college professor has knowledge on a subject, but they get paid for delivering the knowledge. They don't actually get paid for delivering the result of that yeah. knowledge. And mm -hmm. that's the difference. Yeah, so yeah. when you're at school though, like if you're an entrepreneur, the way you think as an entrepreneur, if you're a natural entrepreneur, is a little bit outside the box. Yeah. You know, you're like, you often got short attention spans. I got yeah. ADHD. Yeah, yeah. So you could be a massively successful potential entrepreneur, but you will do bad in school. Yeah, you come out failing, failing. Feeling like, F oh man, I'm yeah, rubbish. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be a bin man. When I was at school, I genuinely thought, oh, I'll be a bin man. It still might happen. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Chase your dreams, Yeah, man. if Rob Moore manages to crush me. So let's elaborate on this. Yeah. So who's this Rob Moore guy? Can now, we... Rob Moore is a nobody. Okay. He's, he's a has-been. <laughs> He's a has-been property Don't hold guy. Back, will you? <laughs> he's, a, he's a nobody. He's a has-been property guy. There he is. Oh, is this him? He's okay. got a squeaky voice. Okay. He's, you Do know, he's in property. <laughs> he's built up a big portfolio in property, you know, like me. But here's the thing, okay. right? When I came on the scene, I was like, oh, Rob Moore. Cool. This guy, he's in property. Yeah. But, like, he would, like, throw a bit of shade at me. Oh. Right? And when, when, I, when I started uh, blowing up, he, he, he did a video. I'd never met the guy. And he basically did a video where, where, and he said he could beat me up. Oh. And this is like three years ago now. So, okay. so I decided he's from Peterborough and he's got his whole events business. His property is all in Peterborough. So I decided to go to Peterborough <laughs> and put on an event. So I hired one of the biggest, grandest auditoriums <laughs> and I sold it out. And I put um, like a billboard just outside Rob's house of me. So every time he every the time he'd leave of, his little shitty house, he'd see me. The level of petty. Yeah, level of petty. <laughs> and since then, there's been a bit of beef. I mean, listen, it's kind of bants, you know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying he's a terrible person, um, but 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 since then, I went to his office recently, and yeah. we had we had a bit of a debate. Oh, I remember. I think I watched a video yeah. of you like walking into the office, right? Yeah. And then it all went. But then the video stopped. If I remember right, I watched it. And yeah. It stopped. Yeah. But what happened after that was, I said to him, 
I was like, hey, look, man, what's going on? And we spoke. And I said, what's this? You saying you'll, you could beat me up? And, all that. and he goes, I could. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, okay. I said, you put money on that? And he was like, yeah. And he challenged me, £50,000 bet. <laughs> what? That he beat me up. True story, right? This dude's like literally in his 40s. I, feel, I almost felt sorry for him. I was like, is he that desperate to, to be involved with me somehow? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, is, he, is he getting a bit irrelevant or something? Like what's happening to yeah. the guy? I felt a bit sorry for him. It's like the property version of like Jake I was Paul about to say Tom's that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I was like, cool. But then he went into the video and said, oh, everyone, Samuel's challenged me to do a fight. So I was just like, all right, whatever. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I mean, I mean, but yeah, Rob Moore, progressive property, interesting people. I mean, we could help set set it set it up. Yeah, yeah, I'll be up for that. I'll be up for that. What, in what way? What capacity? Well, I mean, we could sponsor the event, sell tickets, make a Tyrone Ash real estate ring. Yeah, man. I could be the uh, was it the announcer. Oh yeah, I could do like the Joe Rogan on the side. He seems. Oh, oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're literally like nothing's yeah. happening. <laughs> the, the only reason, the only reason I would do it would be, the only reason I would do it though would be because I think it would be a good incentive for me to get fit. Yes, you know it's a good incentive, it's a, it is, and yeah. getting to smack smack his face at the same time without getting prosecuted and get paid for it. Disclaimer yeah, signed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he gives me fifty grand, I can buy a whole bunch of billboards in his in his neighbourhood again. It should be a billboard clause as that's well. That's what I will do. With, that's what I'll do with the fifty grand. I'll buy loads of billboards in Peterborough, yeah, yeah. all around his house, and and, and just cover my face. Fair. So, what's the next stage of this um, controversy with, with Rob Moore? Is there going to be a fight? Is there I don't, be... probably yeah. Wow. Is yeah, it going to be a, an arranged one or is it going to be a backstreet one? I think. No, nah, no, nah, it'd be arranged. Wow, now, what do you think? I'm just going to turn up his house. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nothing I don't know what's going on. By the time this, by the time this comes out, shit. by the time this interview comes out, maybe it'll be it'll be official because, you know, we are we are in conversations. Are you oh, actually? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. His lawyer is in conversations with my lawyer right oh, now. Oh my god! Can we get our lawyer involved in these conversations? <laughs> I think it, I think it will happen unless he chickens out. I think it will happen. Okay, okay. that'll be fun too. He's six foot three. He's a lot taller than me. Is he? He'll have the yeah. reach. Is he quick? Does he move? I don't know. <laughs> Does he move? <laughs> Who's training him? Who's no training idea. Him? No Floyd idea. Mayweather Senior. <laughs> yeah, he knows Floyd Mayweather. Does he? Yeah. That's the thing. If he picks up a few tips on his guard, yeah, because he's unhittable. That's yeah. the thing. Nah, he'll be fine. Boxes with the high shoulder, tucks his chin in. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a good boxer or anything, but I just yeah. know that he will be. The problem be is with boxing, though, is like you know that there's so many rules. So what you might find is if someone starts boxing and they're a good boxer, you can't just go and like. Grab him and throw him to the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, you have to control it. stop it. Yeah. You should, maybe you take it into the cage. I, I, I'm down for anything. Right, so. I mean, I'm sorry, my brain's there, you know. You're just thinking about this fight, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah you, you want to sponsor it. I feel like, you know, when you're at school and a fight's about to go down and everyone's like, fight, <laughs> fight, fight, and it's at lunchtime and then the two kids turn up. Obviously, <laughs> this is two men, grown men. Funny how things don't change. No, no. <laughs> Everyone's messaging me saying like, oh, that's so immature, don't do it. I'm thinking I'm only 31. Yeah. God, I've got loads it? of immature yeah. years ahead yeah, of me. Yeah. And at least and, 20. And there's nothing wrong with doing a white collar. Like what? No, What's immature no, about exactly, a white collar yeah. professional boxing I think match? it'd be great. I think it'd be with great. With a competitor. Oh, Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really got me thinking. I mean, what, what a cool thing to do. I don't think it's ever been done in property either. So why not? So, um... I remember when I was just you. Sorry, when you were sort of coming onto the radar with, you know, with me being in property, and we did a podcast as well. That was really cool. Um, I remember kind of doing my research on you, and then you'd like hear um, or I'd read because obviously there's a lot of success stories I've read, and then you get the people who have basically gone out their way to try and 
uh, I would say, defame or damage your reputation. I remember reading someone saying he's a charlatan or, yeah. you know, it's stupid, stupid stuff, which I don't certainly don't believe. But, you know, what were your answers? How did you deal with these people? Sued them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how serious are you about with people who defame you, your character, your I'm business? I'm deadly, ser deadly yeah. serious, yeah. Have you sued people before? Yep. Prosecuted them through the courts. Uh, got people criminal records wow. for malicious communications. Good. Um, sued people for defamation. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. I mean, I, I'm I'm all for that. I think um, you know we've had a you know a few people who've gone out of the you know of our business and you know instead of just quietly getting on with their business, yeah. they feel like they can't take my name out their mouth, and it's yeah. like just fucking get on with your life. Do you yeah. see me talking about you? No. The, the, <laughs> the problem is, is it's so expensive to sue people. I mean, defamation is high court stuff. Yeah. So the average person, if you're just a normal everyday person, you've got a small plumbing and heating business, mm -hmm. you know, you might make three or four grand a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got, if, if, if a group of people or even just one person decides, I'm going to defame them, leave loads of bad fake reviews or a competitor, can't deal with it, can you, you can't no. because it's so expensive and it's so time consuming. And also a lot of people just don't want the negative energy. No, so I kind of feel like, you know what, once I have successfully sued everybody and won, because it's, there's still a lot of cases pending. Wow, okay. Um, I'm then going to set up, I don't know whether it's going to be a charity or some training or some support to people that are trolled maliciously online because it's so easy just to troll someone well, just because you don't like there's them. No, there's or... no consequence to but it. A lot of exactly. people think there isn't a consequence. You always think someone's trolling me and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And that was a lot. What it's you... horrible though. Yeah. It's yeah, really I mean, horrible. Well, we've, well, that, but I think that's the thing because I had a couple of instances recently and obviously I just engaged my lawyers. Like my, I've, I've literally got fucking Harvey Specter, literally yeah. Harvey Specter, this guy is, who's yeah. my lawyer. And he goes for, he goes for blood. And, and damn right, I mean, I spent I spent years trying to find this guy, and you know, our um, you know whether it's litigation, whether it's um, you know pursuing defamatory cases, whatever it is, we're we're ready, locked and loaded. One of the big problems us. for me is, and one of the big lessons that I learned was that in a, it was around 2019. So when I kind of blew up in 2018, mm. 2019, I was very well known and I was getting thousands and thousands of people coming to my events yeah, and, yeah. And, and everything like that on the scene bought a castle yeah I remember you know that. what I'm yeah, saying yeah. you came yeah, down yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and, and uh, there was like a, a small group, a percentage of people that would be like trolling me and at the time everyone advised me and I just thought I'm just going to ignore it because at the end of the day if if, if one person out of a hundred is, is being horrible about me I'm just going to ignore it and I'm yeah. going to give it oxygen but what I realised is when you ignore it it just continues and continues yeah, and it continues. Really it allows anywhere. more people, yeah. someone that might be thinking and then you get I the can second, get away with it, get will the, start piping up again. And yeah. You get the second person who tries that's to it, cause yeah. a bit of trouble and finds that other person. And yeah. before you know it, that's what Well, we do. had that weird like, a little yeah. WhatsApp group that yeah, had been yeah. set up, little Facebook group, yeah, yeah, where yeah. they're all plotting. Publicly, you can see it. And it's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to be at this venue. Let's contact the venue and try and get it cancelled. Let's do yeah, this. Honestly. Oh, oh, he's he's bought this house. Let's write to the agents. Let's try and... Oh, he's trying to get planning permission on this piece of land. Let's all write to the council. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, I'm not having this. Yeah, that's nuts. And it just, the more I ignored it, the more it, it was growing. continued. Yeah, yeah, for, for no and it's reason. almost like, another thing is this, there was also like lies spread about me and some of the lies, um, you know, made it into like articles and newspapers. Mm -hmm. Nothing nothing like t absolutely defamatory, but like a lot of uh, innuendos and insinuations. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Half-truths. It's not on. Innuendos. Yeah. And I remember thinking, you know what? If I don't put the facts on the table, then people will make stuff up. 
course it is. And I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to be a punching yeah. bag. So that was when I started taking legal action and also publicly responding because I had a lot of people as well, like even influencers. And like um, there, there was a um, a website called Property Tribes where they would constantly write about me, like literally dozens right. and dozens of articles with my name in the, in the headline. And whenever they put my name in the headline, they'd get the most views because everyone was like, oh, Samuel Leeds. And it would be like a shocking headline. Uh, like something Click like, you bait, know, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Samuel Leeds exposed or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> and then people would be like, oh, what's this? They'd search on Google, they'd, see, they'd click on it. So it's getting loads of views, but then they were then monetizing off the back of it. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, this yeah. is nuts. Mm, so, mm, mm, yeah, mm. madness. That's crazy. I mean, the thing is what I've, I've got to admire, though, is, you know, you, you know your stuff. And I think I've spoke to multiple people who've kind of been through the different courses that you provide. And, you know, I've... I've even put people onto you actually mm. that you know I have, have, that. have wished to, to to undertake those courses and and for anyone who is looking to get into sort of property development or just want to earn money you know because our, our end of, of of the property business is actually teaching you to be a luxury real estate agent so you list you sell a bit like the if you like million dollar listing or america sorry selling sunset that type of thing with samuel um with he's talking about kind of development strategies he's talking about rent to rent he's talking about deal packaging there's lots of different avenues that you can take people down yeah. so if that's something that people are interested seriously get in touch with him um so with regards to now obviously i know all i've ever had sort of influx at me from your point of view is your businesses is you know what you're doing what i've just sort of said then you know, what about you? Like, where are you from and how have you arrived to where you are today? Um, so I'm from the Midlands. Yeah. I grew up in a place called Warsaw. Yeah. I lived in Wolverhampton as a, as a, as a child, moved to, down the road to Warsaw. Um, and when I got into property, I mean, I was a teenager. I, bought, I started buying houses How did you in get into it? How did you get into your first property then? So after when I left school, I was doing plastering. And I was, <laughs> I was like plastering people's houses and stuff. And the builder that I was working for, called Mark, was saying to me, oh, these guys are making a fortune. You know, oh, this guy's, and, and I was actually plastering HMOs. So yeah, yeah. And Mark was telling me, he only bought this for 100 grand. And once we've finished it, we're worth 200 grand. And, 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 and it's only 40 grand we're getting paid. And yeah, then look, yeah. he's going to rent this room out for 500, this room he out for 500. He the business model. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, and I was like, like hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, and I, and I, I went down to um, a pin meeting, which is Property Investors Network. Yeah. I met a guy called Simon Zushi, yeah. who's, uh, who's another property kind of guy. And and he, again, I was like a teenager, man. And did I you have no any money? This, I, was no, no, say no. I mean, paper and money. Yeah, yeah, money. You know, yeah, a few yeah. thousand from, gotcha. from hustling as a kid. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't have any, nothing. Prop, I didn't have enough for a deposit on a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy called Simon, um, to be fair on him, like he spent 45 minutes with me on the phone, one-on-one. Wow. On one. He's a millionaire. And, and I just thought, you know what? I want to get into this business and people treat me seriously. And I, that's when I, I started going on courses myself, like property courses. Yeah. I, think, I think if you want to be anything professional, if you want to be a doctor, you've got to go to doctor uni or-, well, or self-development, yeah. isn't it? Because you're not, you're not, uh, you don't know what it is. You've got to educate yourself. You have and, to. Yeah. If, you want, if, you want to, if you want to be an electrician, you've got to go to college to learn electrics. And I think it's the same. If you want to be in property, I, I, I think you've got to get trained. You've got to, you've got to go through some sort of training. Otherwise it could take you, 
20, 30 years when to figure kids, out what you're doing. When it so, to you too. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I went on some training courses and, and, and just sort of followed it step by step. And these courses at the time, my friends were telling Wait, me, somebody. that's a scam. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, oh, they're a sh- the same, the same thing that the haters say about me. Yeah, yeah. They were saying about them, yeah. you know, and I was just like, okay, well, hang on a minute. You're going to university for five years to study <laughs> drama. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you're concerned because I'm spending 6000 yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting mentored by a property millionaire to learn about property. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so you know, I follow, I just followed the steps and I was, all these courses, like how to buy houses with no money. And it sounds clickbait. It sounds like, really? But actually, you know, if you want to, if you want to buy houses, yes, there's money that's needed, yeah. but there's also lots of other things. There's finding the deal. Yeah, there's, well, there's, there's, there's managing the process and getting the bills of the team. There's, every, there's loads of just stuff to it. So if you say, I ain't got the money, but I can do everything else. I can find the deal, negotiate the deal. I can get the builders, I can get the team. Yeah. Th- then you can partner with someone that can put the money in. Well, that's yeah. valuable, isn't it? It's like with anything. Yeah. It's a bit like having a business concept, but getting an investor. It's the same thing. Yeah. You get, you're, you're, you're packaging the concept yeah. and then somebody is going, doing the due diligence, having a look at it and saying that stacks up happy to give you 10 grand or five grand or 15 grand or whatever the hell that you take from it. I think that is, you know, that applies in any area of business for me. I think that if you develop, uh, if you develop yourself to a point of, I always use the words mastery. I think that if you're trying to become a master of something, you've got to be an expert at it. And then I, but then I also find that with regards to that spectrum, what you've got is you've got the, what I believe are the academics, right? So they'll go on my criticism with people in these types of things is there's been a culture now where a lot of people are jumping on courses because it's the right thing to do. And then you get this portion of people, and I think it's actually probably the majority, not the minority, that go on multitudes of courses and then they don't implement it because they're afraid of the hard work. Um, I don't let them do that though when they're on my courses. How do you stop that then? Because I I force them to take action. How do you force them? Okay, so let's Just say you go to their house in the morning. No, no, no. Put a billboard outside the front of their house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, there was, I, I tell you a true story, right? There's this guy called Ben. He registered for our mentorship program yeah. 12 months. Yeah. He, he, I, I, I'm not saying I do this every time, but I tell him with Ben. So um, the first mastermind session that we had was on Zoom. He didn't turn up. That's yeah. annoying. So I'm like, he's just invested 12,000 for a 12 month mentorship one on He didn't turn up. Sake. Right. I'm thinking, I'm not having him investing that much money. And disappearing off the face of the earth. And then going, oh, it didn't work. He missed the... Pro- so I started calling him, didn't answer. Dropped him a message on Instagram. He saw the message, didn't respond. <laughs> right? What's going on? I said, man, I'm sure you're busy. Let me see you next Monday on the mastermind. He's like, he didn't respond. Next Monday, he's not on the mastermind. So I drove to his house. He lived in Birmingham. I drove an hour and a half to his house. I got to his house, knock on his door. And true story, he didn't answer the door. So I broke into his house. I broke into his house. <laughs> it's I broke into his house, everyone, right? Yeah. And when I got in, I didn't snoop around. I got in, I was like, I got into his, bed. I into his house, and I was like, Ben! So, right, called him, Ben! No, no, no response, nothing. I take a picture of myself in his house. Bang. I put, I, put, I put the picture on Instagram to him directly. He sees it. He calls me instantly. He's like, what are you doing? I says, I'm in your house. He said, I moved house two weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, whose house am I in? Then he goes, I don't know. I'm like, shit. So I quickly got out of his house, right? However, do you think he was on the on the mastermind that Monday? Yes, he was there. Okay. Right? So- Three months later, he's left his job. He's got a bunch of deals. That's called 
accountability. Yeah, yeah, you know, let me tell you something about gym. When you sign up for a gym membership, they don't want you to go to the gym. They want you to pay and not go because it's better for business. When you sign up for a private school, if you sign up to go, if I send my kids to private school, right, and I'll pay for the year for them to go to private school, if they don't go, they're getting hounded. A lot of business mentorships, they will take your money, but they don't actually care then what happens. Yeah, so yeah. take your money. Oh, you didn't turn up? Good. Mm-hmm. Let's let, work for us. Yeah, Me, work. I'm not like that. You pay, I'm after you. I'm gunning for you. Yeah. Now, I can't guarantee you'll be successful, but I'll damn give my life to make sure that you are, and I'll try my hardest. And that's, I think, why my students... And when I'm running a training program, even if there's a few hundred people, I'll be like, here's how you make a phone call. This is what you say to an yeah, agent. Yeah. Everyone get your phones out. I'm going to give you 20 minutes. Go and make a call. Go. And they will do it. And Sick. if I see someone not doing it, I'll go up to them and be like... What's happening? You okay? I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. No problem. Sit down with them. Sit, get them down with a mentor. Go over the script. Then make the call. It's about action. Oh, and there's too much theory going on. Well, that's exactly it. And you can't you can't get that. People say, oh, you can just learn about property at home on YouTube. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Someone, someone came to me the other day and was like, I don't really think I need to go on courses because I think I can just figure it out on, on, my, on my own uh, on YouTube and on, on Google. I said, how do you work out the commercial valuation of a HMO? And he goes on Google. After about 10 minutes, he's like, oh, I don't know. It's confusing. Right. I told him the answer in about 30 seconds. Bang, this is the formula. You, and the accountability, the environment, I think it's important. So I can't remember what your question was. No, but that's I why. It, I think it definitely, um, it definitely answered the fact that, you know, I think with anything, it's not just your business. I think certainly we get it in, in the real estate industry is that you get the people who will put 110% in and that will be in their daily actions. That will be in what they do in their organization of themselves, their time blocking, their prospecting, all these different things they must do. Then you get the other people who are on every single training course. They tell you everything you want to hear. But you mm. can't babysit people. They don't go and, and implement it. They don't, they don't implement do. it. And yeah, the but they, they won't go on very well. But on you my learn thing. so much more from going out and doing. Yeah, of course, you have to do yeah. it because you can read everything. And to actually go out and do and get a door slammed in your face or the, the phone hung up on you, yeah. then you feel that fight or flight mode really is right. Am I going to push well, it? And go it's to character level? building as yeah. well. I mean, look, nothing ever gets achieved in the comfort zone. That's the reality. You know, there's, we were just saying on, on another podcast, there's a reason we get up at 6am or in the gym every morning. We don't want to do it. It's because like I'm dragging my ass out for that first minute or two, just getting, getting myself ready, getting myself, you know, ready for the gym, bag in order, ready. And five minutes later, I'm fine. And I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. now let's do it. And that is because I've gone over that tiny little hurdle of yeah. comfort zone to make sure that I'm out the comfort zone. And I'm doing something that I don't want to do. And of course, mentally, that sets me up for success. Yeah. And I think that that's what people, I think people need to understand whether they're selling real estate, whether they're deal packaging, whether they're doing anything involved in the industry. If you don't want to put yourself out your comfort zone and fucking work, then you are going to fail. And that means making the phone calls. That means turning up at the properties. That means getting rejections. That means making... 50 phone calls with nothing just to get the 51st that gets you the door open. That's what people need to do. And that's the thing that I think work rate isn't taught on YouTube. Work rate isn't taught in any course. I think you can make people accountable. But again, you can't turn up in in everyone's house like that. You know, and that's... No, but believe me, bro. When I'm running a program, even if there's 300 people there, they're all picking up the phone. That's good. No, that's good. They're all making calls. They have no choice. No, I get it. They have to. And you know what as well? It's easy to do it when everyone's doing it. If oh, you're yeah. at home on your own in your kitchen and you think, oh, I want to start calling agents and landlords and investors mm-hmm. and pitching for deals and you're at home on your own, it's like, oh, let me just 
Let me do that tomorrow. You find other stuff to do, yeah. But when you're in a room and everyone else is doing it, environment. Environment is stronger than willpower. If you want to get yeah. results, you need to get around people that are doing the activity that you need to do to get 100%, results. 100%. That's exactly what we do. You know, We make sure that everybody's working within a team that is all doing the same actions and, 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 and working towards the same goals. And that is how the accountability spreads. Otherwise, you'll just get one star performer and 30 people that don't do anything. And also, everyone needs to be treated differently in terms of, like, for some people, there was this one guy called Ricky. And Ricky was one of my students. Mm -hmm. About three months in, four months in, he was coming on everything. He just wasn't doing anything. He wasn't getting results. And I said to him, and people will judge me for this, but mm -hmm. I said to him, if you don't have a deal by the end of this month, I'm going to give you a contract and I want you to sign it right now. And I am legally going to come around your house and I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> and I want you to sign the contract to say that you will waive, waive your rights. You don't have a deal. I'm coming to your house, bro. I'm mashing you up good, okay? You, up. you signed that contract. You signed the contract. He got a deal the day before the end of the month, right? Oh, God. Some people need that. Yeah. Some people need an arm around them, and they need to, come on, you're doing okay, yeah, and they need yeah. love, and everybody needs to be coached different. And I think, for me, one of my gifts is understanding where people are at and helping them go from where they are to where they want to be. Yeah, recognising what, yeah. what, whoever you're dealing with. In if I said that to some people, it would crush them. Yeah. Of course it would. Yeah. If you misjudge fold. it, you f they'll fold. Whereas if you pat someone on the back and tell them they're doing great when they're not, some people will just... You know, it's just really, it's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not just about being a trainer. It's not just about knowing the stuff in your head. Mm -hmm. It's about knowing it, being able to articulate it and being able to hold people's hand and actually drag them over the finish line and having yeah, the gift yeah. to be able to do that. Totally agree. Totally agree. I couldn't agree more. And I think that, you know, th th these are things that only get gained with experience and they get gained with, you know, going through the battlefield and learning how you do it yourself and then actually being able to advise people because modeling someone's success in any industry is the quickest way to learn it. It's like at yeah. the end of the day, there's no point, like you said, someone going onto YouTube, spending weeks trying to find out the commercial return on a HMO deal or whatever it might be. When in reality, you've got the formula that they can learn in zero point or two you've minutes. You've got the recipe, whatever, you've done it, you've baked yeah, the cake. Yeah, yeah exactly. So follow just my recipe, follow the you recipe. Have the perfect cake. Yeah, why reinvent the wheel, man? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I know you probably deal with a lot of um, estate agents, real estate agents. Oh, every day. Um, <laughs> so what are your, what are your, I guess, peeves? What are the things you don't like about them? About estate agents? Well, firstly, I want to say, generally, I love estate agents. If it wasn't Good. for estate agents, I get most of my deals from agents. Brilliant. So I really like agents. Good. Pet peeves about agents. There's many. Um, one, I tell, you, I tell you an interesting story actually about that. I didn't know. As a landlord, I have a lot of houses and I have a lot of tenants. Mm -hmm. My sister wanted to come and move from the. I'm from Wolverhampton, Warsaw. I moved to Buckinghamshire, Beaconsfield. Mm. She wanted to move, and I said to her, "I'll find you a house." Mm. She came. And I was trying to find a house, and the letting agents were so prejudiced, man. Prejudice, yeah, dude. She's what? She, her her husband left her, right, a couple of weeks prior to this. So she's her husband's gone. Yeah. Said I'm going for good. So I felt like, oh my gosh, I need to look after her. her. Yeah. Right. But 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 there was one agent that specifically said, "We don't rent to single moms." I'm thinking, what? What? Mate, true story. We don't rent to single moms. I'm thinking it's not her fault that her husband left her two weeks ago. I know she only missed the cut by two weeks. That's <laughs> yeah, <nuts>. exactly. <laughs> that's you know? nuts. So I think that's what obviously... Were they, did they tell the reasons? 
Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I pushed on it. I was like, what do you mean you don't rent to single moms? Yeah. And they said, oh, it's because if the kids are sick and then the mum has to stay at home and then she can't work, it's just we've had bad experiences. Wow. This is like a proper lane agent. Yeah. That is nuts. Is that even allowed? That is nuts. Christ. Is that allowed? Well, not to my knowledge, no. Must not, be like an, not to my an off record. You know what yeah. I did? True story. Oh, God. The, the, the agent that said we don't rent to single mamas, my sister loved the house. Yeah. So I wrote to the landlord direct and I said to him, would you consider selling the house? He said at the right price. I said, well, how much do you want? He told me, I just bought the house. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I bought the house. That's great. We, we're, we're exchanging contracts tomorrow. Oh, nice. So my sister's going to have a house. But I just thought it's easier to buy a house than even to rent one. So my pet peeves with agents and letting agents, yeah. I guess, letting agents, how freaking hard it is. Mm. She was ringing up and they were saying... I'm trying to rent this house, yeah. They were saying, before we even book a viewing, you need to fill out all this paperwork. Fucking hell. It's hardcore. Mm. State mm. agents. Mm. I used to be an estate agent, so I can't say too much <laughs> bad about no, state yeah. agents. yeah. I think, I mean, I, mean, I think there's different... Not listening. That's the worst thing. I wasn't listening to you just then, was I? Ironically, not listening. I say just they don't listen. So you ring them up and they're just like, rather than actually listening to what you're trying to say, they're just desperate to get your contact details. Yeah. To yeah, be able to yeah. say to their boss, I got an extra contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. listening. No, 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 I get it. That's probably the most annoying thing about state I agents. I think, I think definitely with any sort of, um, certainly within real estate, estate agency, there are different levels of quality that you'll, you'll experience with different agents and i think you know i've met some many many in my time and people i've worked with and you get some that really go through the quality control process so the first thing is you've got to get the information but you've got to also understand why that person's maybe selling or why that person's buying and then you've got to match according to those um practical reasons that they're buying or selling and then the emotional reasons that they're buying and the selling. Right questions as and well. that means asking the right questions not having commission information say, trying to yeah. get boxes tick trying to get contacts mm. it's about understanding each each client what their needs are and then then at the end you've delivered a good service they're they're probably willing to they're wanting to give you all the exchange of details yeah, and stuff. Exactly, if you go yeah. with the commission breath it's not yeah, it's, it's, a, it's about value at the yeah. end of the day. And I think that, you know, when you're incorporating and, and you know, engage, sorry, when you're engaging with these these agents, I think it's important for these agents to gather as much information and then they can actually do a better service for you and deliver what they're supposed to deliver. Um, so what do you think is the next level for you with property business? And are you buying anything else at the moment? I'm buying stuff constantly. Mm. Yeah, I um, I just actually signed contracts, heads of terms for hotel oh Ooh. nice last week which wow. is exciting that in is fact, exciting. The, the way it's structured is um how much do you reckon i'm buying it for what do you reckon it's it's 30 uh 30 units 30 keys like no 30 like rooms, rooms yeah, yeah and, and it's uh i can't say exactly where it is because i don't want him to find it but oh, i live okay. in buckinghamshire beaconsfield it's within about an hour from my house okay yeah. i reckon eight to ten million i reckon five i'm paying Pound. Ah, that's cheap. <laughs> How are you getting that then? Pound. So, I'm paying one pound. Whose phone's getting lost? Not me. Must be the, the, the owner of the hotel wanting a bit more money now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, it was irritating me. Sorry, carry so on. Sorry, so, so, how much are you paying? A pound? I'm paying one pound. Yeah. I'm taking on the whole hotel. You getting a bridge for that or? Nope. I don't need a bridge. <laughs> it's only a pound. I can afford that. <laughs> I don't need a bridge for a pound. <laughs> They'll give me 60p. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 40p down payment. Yeah, exactly. No, just man. I'm paying one pound and then I'm, I'm, I'm taking it on uh, under it a purchase. Cut, it must come agreement. with some problems, though. Has it got a troll living in it? No. 
No. The, is it the, haunted? The, is it what? Haunted. Maybe. No, it's not haunted. <laughs> Does that Rob guy live in it? Oh, yeah, it's Rob. Rob, yeah, right? Rob lives in it. <laughs> Paid a pound, then I'm taking it on on a purchase option agreement. So what that means is that means that I'll have the option to buy it. As in, the pound doesn't actually give me full ownership, right? So that's the catch. The pound gives me an option to buy any time I want for £2 million in the next 10 years. That's good. But here's the thing. I'm, I've got to pay £1, then I'm paying hundred grand a year uh, okay. to, for the lease. But it's 30 units. Oh, I'll yeah. make about a quarter of a million pounds a year. Wow. Are you taking full ownership of the running of the hotel yes. for that hundred grand a year? Is that yes. right? right. Well, that's gotcha. insane. That's but then really the good. profit from the hotel, yeah. I'm going to save and then buy it cash. Within 10 years? Within yeah. 10 years. i got a restriction on it. So the contract has been signed. Wow. Does it need a renovation or what sort of state mm. it's in? Not really. It's currently a hotel. It's actually an it's operating, actually operating yeah, it is. hotel. But yeah. here's what happened, right? So the the, the, the owner the owner is uh, Chinese and the current person that rents it, who's doing a rent to rent on it, because that's how most hotels run. Yeah. So the person that is the manager is paying hundred grand a year. But the owner's getting miffed with the manager because although they're paying hundred grand a year, it's not in bad condition, but there's a little bit of a leak and there's this. Mm, yeah. And the manager's saying, oh, I can't afford to fix it. Right. So I've come along and said, let me take over management. I'll pay 100 grand a year, but yeah. I want to pay one pound option and I want the option to buy it within the next 10 years Exclusive. for two mil. Exclusivity on that. Correct. Yeah. Wow. So that's the kind of thing. I did the same thing on a factory um, recently in Wolverhampton mm. where I paid 25 grand. I got the option mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. buy. That's how I do most of my deals. I yeah. get an option to buy. Then I can just relax. So I got the option to buy a factory, paid 25 grand. Then got planning permission for 48 apartments. Wow. The gross development value now is 6.7 million. Then bought for a million. Right. Now, now the conversion's going so, on. So just, just sorry, just, um, and, and forgive me, you know, I'm somebody that doesn't, you know, I don't operate in these areas. So why would somebody give you an option like, why would they not just sell it themselves? Or Condition, like, yeah. wh- why would they give you an option on something? Many, many different reasons. I mean, my very first house that I got, I did this on, because I, mm. I do options on big deals, but I used to do them on small deals, yeah. um, was a house that was in negative equity. Okay. So the guy who owned the house, he had a mortgage of 81 grand. He wanted to sell it for 81 grand. Mm. So if I buy it for 81 grand then he, and, and, he get, and I buy it cash, he'll have nothing. Because all of that money is going to be used to pay off the mortgage. Yeah. So there's no equity in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he can't sell it for 81 because it's been on the market for six months. So I say, look, you ain't selling it. There could be squatters. The house is falling to rack and ruin, right? If I give you 81 grand cash right now, you're going to use all that money and just pay off the mortgage. You're going to have no house, no money. Okay. How about this? How about I'll give you a grand up front. I'll give you 81 grand for it in seven years, but then I'll give you 250 pound a month. I'll take the house off your hands. You've got a sale at the end. So... If you if you sell that to the right person, it's attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I rent it out, make a nice bit of cash flow. The house goes up in value. I got the yeah. option to buy it for eight one grand anytime I want in the next seven years. Very clever, very clever. That's how I do most of it. I do it on land. I t- I'll give you another example. Mm. Piece of land in Buckinghamshire mm. in 2020, mm. a few years ago, and I contacted the landowner. 
because I just con I just contact people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but again, that's your work rate. Your work yeah. rate's Lead high. Lead yeah, but his work yeah. rate's high. This is what what my point was earlier because I know for a fact you know you speak to Sam and you know you get high energy. You know yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm listening to you. Yeah, people might think I'm a bit quiet, yeah, but I'm engrossed. I know I'm engrossed in what he's saying. Yeah, I love it's it. Great. That's great. Yeah. And like, but but I can tell. I, I don't even I don't even need to spend a day with you. I can tell your work rate is fucking high. Yeah. And the one thing that I can say is that you'll get someone who might make five calls. And versus those five calls, you'll have made 50 or at least... And my energy's better on the phone. And, and the person with the yeah. best energy wins. Oh, yeah. It's an energy game, isn't it? That's yeah. a good That's a good subject I think we need to elaborate a little bit on. Can because, I just talk about the deal? Oh, sorry, I was about yeah, to sorry, about yeah, the land. The, land. the land is good. Sorry, go, go, go. So, yeah. I'll, I'll t and then we can talk about energy. So, this, this piece of land near my house, I'm thinking, nice. I wrote to the owner and I said to the owner, mm. would you be interested in selling the land? He contacts me and says, I've owned it all my life. It was inherited to me. What, what do you want to do? And I said to him, what do you want for the land? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how much it's worth. I said, well, right now it's got no planning. It's like an expensive piece of carpet, my friend. Of course yeah. it is. So I'll give, you 50, yeah. I'll give you 50 grand. He's like, oh, 50 grand? No. What more than that? I said, well, how much do you want? He said, 110. I said, all right. I'll tell you what. I'll give you 10 grand now. And I'll give you the other 100 in 12 months time, subject to planning. He's like, I said, he goes, mm. I said, if I don't get planning, you keep the 10 grand. If I don't buy it, you keep the 10 grand. He's like, oh, maybe I'll get planning myself. Go for it, knock yourself out, brother. Why haven't you done it for the last 47 years though? Mm -hmm. Oh, I haven't really got the contacts, so, I haven't really got that. So the agreement you get done, yeah. stops them from going elsewhere once you do get planning. They can't. Right. It's a contract in yeah, place. It's yeah, not even a contract, it's stronger than that. On the title deeds, I have a restriction. Ah, oh, okay. So right. if they try to sell it this behind my back, my head they can't yeah, yeah. because got, there's a restriction. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. So I've got the option to buy it for 110. Mm. Then I've got planning, push the value up to 275. Okay. I've got, now I've got like 100 odd thousand pounds profit. Yeah, yeah. And also I've got, I've not just got an option on it. I've got an assignable option. So what I then did was I sold it onto a self builder. Yeah, yeah. Wow. For about 260. And, and I, have, I and pocket the any, difference. And you haven't even exchanged any cash for it. Exactly, man. I made like £110,000 doing that when I first moved to Buckinghamshire. And all you put was 10k down as an outlet. Through lockdown, I made £1.6 million doing that alone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's called laughing all the way to the bank because I didn't even lift a shovel. Yeah, a shovel. Didn't even lift a shovel. That's crazy. Right. I think, look, for anyone who's listening to this, I think, you know, this is absolute genius. And I think it's someone that knows their industry extremely well and i think for anyone that wants to get into this you've got to listen to this and you've got to implement it and i think you know he's definitely the man to do it so one thing you touched on was um your energy when yeah. you come into contact with people it's always super super high energy and you don't mess around and i think that's infectious um how important is that you know with everything you do in your business in your family life in your personal life whatever it is your energy levels, are they always like this? Do you have days where they're not like this? Big energy equals big bank. Mm. Little energy is little bank. Yeah. So. Totally agree. Yeah, big energy, man. Yeah, always. I'm, I'm the same all the time. Have you always been like this? Yes. Where does it come from? Why are you like this? Like, Lots you know, for some, what would, okay, what would you say? <laughs> no, no, a better question is what would you say to someone who doesn't have that energy. What would you say to someone who maybe struggles with getting up in the morning, wants to do better, but hasn't got the, the go, mm. hasn't got the drive, is looking for that bit of inspiration? 
what advice would you give someone like that who hasn't got who hasn't been gifted the Samuel Leeds energy? So the Samuel Leeds energy, but if someone can't get out of bed in the morning, I wouldn't really be able to relate to them. What if they were like? And I'm, by the way, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm yeah. just because you know there's people there's going people through different that are going things different and, time. Yeah, and they've yeah. gone, right, I will, I'm going to go see you. And you can see they're, they're depressed there, or they're, they're like, down and they're, they're, you know, they've the, saved up that like five grand or 10 grand or 12 grand or whatever it is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, and, and that's, let's this just what say. what I say to people, right? Yeah. If people come to me and they're really hungry and passionate and they're like, I'm courageous and I'm hungry and mm. I've got energy, mm. but I've got no money, I'll say, that's okay. We'll work with you. If someone comes to me and says, yeah, I've got a hundred grand in the bank, but, and they've got no energy, no passion, no drive, I won't work with them. Understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For me, it's, you've got to, you've got to want it. Otherwise, what's so what do you think drives someone's energy? Because my, my answer to that, my own question is a really big fucking reason why. Yeah, so, yeah, right. you know, what would you say is your reason why? Well, I personally, my mission is I want to help more people become financially independent than any human has ever done before on the globe in history. You're up against Tony Robbins, aren't you? Oh, no, he's, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> he is G. awesome. Yeah. I he mean, G. yeah, I, I, I want to leave, leave a legacy. A legacy, and, yeah. And, and for me, that's kind of what drives me. Interestingly, if your goal is only money, you'll get to the point where, because I don't think you need a lot of money to live a really good life. Yeah, we had a discussion the other day, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't cost that much no. to live. Like you, you drive a Lamborghini. Um, I live in a beautiful multi-million-pound house. Although I own my house that I live in, if you wanted to, you could rent my house, and you could rent it for about seven grand. Mm. You could probably rent your Lambo for what fifteen hundred quid. Mm-hmm. So that you got a big mansion and a Lambo for what <laughs> less than ten grand a month. I know. <laughs> no, and no, then we've no. and, and and then after the house and the car, what? How many how many times can you go to a fancy restaurant in a month? Like. 20 grand a month, no, you yeah. live an absolute oh, celebrity life. Oh, yeah, yeah, and 20 grand a month is nothing. No, I, I made about 650 grand profit in my property business last month. Mm, 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 20 grand mm. is a drop in the yeah, bucket. Yeah. So if, if it's money that's driving you, when you get to the point whereby you're making a lot of money, yeah. actually, I think you could get depressed because it's like, well, what now? It's like an astronaut that gets back from space. What now? Yeah, yeah. Right? So you've got to have, you're right about goal. You've got to have something that you can't be happy unless you're moving towards something. Yeah. People think I'll be happy when, I have, when I'm financially free, I can lie on a beach and not worry about anything. No, then you'll be depressed. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Happiness is when you are progressing and when you are mm. moving towards something. So I think where does my energy come from? I've always got a goal and I'm always pushing for something. You wake Whether, up going, I haven't got my goal yet. I've always got a goal. I've always got many goals. Do you think it's important to have um, a goal that's basically, is it better to climb Mount, try and climb Mount Everest than it is to try and climb the hill at the local park? I think when you're climbing mountains, because I've climbed a lot of mountains, I remember when I climbed up Mount Kilimanjaro, and you keep seeing what you think is the top, and then you get there and you go, <laughs> oh man, it's not the top. It's the same in business and in life. You, well, that- you, you set a goal that you can see. Mm-hmm. There's no point saying, I want to be a billionaire. It's, Set something that you can realistically see and you can get to, climb to it, and then as soon as you get to the top, celebrate quickly and then move on. And yeah, go yeah, to the like next footballers one. celebrate quickly, then move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. next goal. Yeah. Get towards yeah, it. Yeah. And also your goal should not just be about yourself, it should be about others. I've literally just a couple months ago I built a school in Uganda. I'm fighting with Amazing. the government yeah, and yeah, trying yeah. to bring in financial literacy wow. across mm. the curriculums. Amazing. Just built a hospital we're just building we've just got planning permission to build a hospital ward. I spent, um, in 2018, I spent uh, 10 days in hospital in Uganda, 
And as a result of that, I've seen certain needs out wow, there. So, okay. so like okay. my charity, my mission, mm -hmm. my legacy, my business, um, it's got to be bigger than you. If it's just, I want to get money. this much money or I want yeah, to get yeah, this yeah. car, then yeah. you'll get in the car and you'll think, actually. I agree. I mean, come on, let's be real. I mean, you have a Lamborghini, fair enough. But <laughs> like, oh man, cars. I'm just not a car guy. I, 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 just, not, I, just, I just don't understand how... A car can make someone so happy because when you're in it, you don't even you can't even see the outside. Tires, I know, yeah. you know, I might look at your car tire and be like, oh wow, look at that Lamborghini, it looks amazing. When you're in it, actually, does it even feel that good? I hired a Lamborghini in Beverly Hills. I was driving my Beverly Hills in a Lamborghini. Man, I every time I hit a speed bump, I was like, oh, where's my Range Rover, man? I went to the cinema. <laughs> I went to the cinema with my wife. We went on a date. I got to the car park. I'm in my Lambo. I hired. I couldn't even reach the ticket, bro. I had to get out the car <laughs> to, so, to press the ticket. So I'm like, forget this, man. Forget Lambos. You got to, um, yeah, you got to get the passenger to get out and get. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. is that what it is? Oh, so man. I mean, I can answer that one. I mean, listen. He's it, wounded now. He feels attacked. <laughs> you're coming after me. I'm coming after no, you no, right no. now. I, I think you're. I think you're exactly right. I think your goal has got to be bigger than a car. It's got to be bigger than a, it's just just financials. Um, but I also think it's very very healthy to attach goals to let's just say some of those early goals are to be able to get yourself a nice car or to buy what you want or to buy a property or whatever it might be because it gives you a, that first summit that you're talking about on that mountain. it's your first yeah. measurable if you just yeah. go like you said i want to be a billionaire that's effectively like saying i'm going to go straight to the top of mount everest as opposed to getting to base camp yeah. and that's that's the reality yeah so just to finish on sam and by the way I, I love what you're saying and i just think it's such good advice for people because you need high energy you need to have a and serious goal yeah. and you also need to have a reason that's bigger than just yourself you have to and, and yeah. spend your, do you know what i spend my money on i spend my money on on comfort that's yeah. what i spend my money on i spend money on experiences yeah, yeah experiences and yeah. comfort yeah yeah that is actually where the the luxuries lie, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Like you fly business once, you're never going back. Oh, it's a, that kind of thing. Flights are a big one. I think yeah. flights are expensive. a big one. Expensive. Yeah, and they are. Oh my Super god, are they? Expensive. Oh my god. I think I booked a, a holiday for me and the girlfriend in Dubai, and um, this was in like Jamira Beach Hotel, new five yeah. star hotel, cracking hotel. Like well, probably arguably the best hotel I've been in, or one of them. And that was for like 11, 12 days. It's a long time. And my flights were the same price as the holiday. <laughs> Mate, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. It was like literally yeah. seven for grand the, flights. Eight seven, hours. See, seven grand I'll, flights and eight You'll spend money on cars, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, I got a nice car. I just bought a new car, actually. I bought two. I just bought I just bought two Range Rovers la last month. Yeah, I saw um, that. That's cool. But the thing is, if I'm if I'm travelling, you always find me at the best hotels. Yeah. I want the best customer service. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Time. The best totally people agree. in there. Totally agree. You mix with the right people. Mm, the it, customer yeah. service is bang. Uh, so, uh, you should, when you go to Dubai, you should stay at the Burj Al Arab. Yeah. I, do you know what it is? Dude, though? just do it, man. Is it good? Because I've heard mixed things on it because I was going to book yeah, it and amazing. my friend said, don't bother. He said, it's not. It's it's a, it's like a cliche. It's like, no, it's not. He goes, people don't actually stay there. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, you don't actually stay there. Yeah, yeah. Mate. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tempted. Mate, mate. It's the I'm best. tempted. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm have a look. You. you get like your own butler or something. Mate, of course. You? I always have my own butler when I go on holiday. <laughs> Standard procedure, bro. <laughs> so, look, just to finish on, you've obviously got the main property business. Yeah. But that's not the only string to your bow. Um, yeah, what, what other ventures are you involved with? So, I do invest in businesses. Great. Um, I've got, like, I've invested into. Um, a company called Deal Saucer, which is actually like a fintech nice, uh, company, nice, which is yeah. doing really well. Is it good? Yeah, financially as well. We're making decent money good, on that, which good, is crazy. Good. Um, I invested. I invested in that um, reasonably heavily. Brilliant. I've also got. Um, I invested in. You know. You know the. Um, 
forum that used to troll me, Property Tribes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I now own 35% of that. Job done. That's Job I'm a person of significant control. So I'm looking forward. And I, <laughs> I, I am. Because you know what? That I actually genuinely, even though they were trolling me, and it did piss me off, I can't lie, yeah, 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 yeah. that they were making money off the back of using my yeah, name. Yeah, but yeah. then I thought, if they're going to use my name and make money off the back of it, at least let me get paid to. Yeah, 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 at true. least let me yeah, get paid yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I got That's that. That's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I do invest in companies. Awesome. I've also got a bridging company as well. Nice, nice, um, nice, yeah. That aligns well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't spend these businesses, I don't spend loads of time on because no, I think yeah. if I'm not, I don't think you can, uh, listen, some people do it, like Richard Branson mm -hmm. and these guys that are just mm -hmm. geniuses. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite there. Like, I don't know how the ha Richard Branson has all these different businesses. For me, I think having the training business, having yeah. my property and my developments, I'm not kind of like, oh, I want to start new businesses all the no, time. Because no, no, I yeah. think also you can become so unfocused and your brand can get muddied yeah. and stuff. So yeah. for me, I'll invest passively yeah. and I'll add what I can and yeah. I'll be a consultant yeah. to the businesses. Yeah. But I'm not like, and not just even there. staff, like I've got about 46 members of staff mm -hmm. and it's hard, bro. Yeah, you all know is. this. It's well, like yeah, we're managing like, staff. We're like and, 150. Right. Nuts, so yeah. just launching how, many how many managers do you have? Uh, eight, right. nine. Matt, yeah. that's the hard getting good managers is the hardest yeah i think do you know what it is i mean also there's the balance that we have to kind of get right is that they're not just managers we've literally got people who we're literally saying you're 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 being put in a position to build your own version of a corporation within the business of tyron ash real estate would you have staff as well as like you have you have franchisees right Effectively, or licensees, effectively, yeah, right? Yeah, and so you have you have licensees, and then you've got staff. We've that got just some firm staff, yeah. So we've got like um, a team of PAs. We've got we've yeah. just appointed a chief of chief of oper chief of operations. Right, interesting, um, interesting business model. Because now what's happening <coughs> is that as much as on the outer shell. It, it is all about expression. It's all about personal brand. It's all about real estate agents building their image and everything. Mm. Because of the sheer size that we're at and the listings and the revenue and all that sort of stuff, we've now had to corporatize the internal structures Yeah. because yeah. there's just no other way it works because you can't have... Because we're, we're, our target is a 1,000 agents across the UK in the next two years. And that means that if you could imagine a 1,000 people running around doing what they want, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work. So... It's very, very exciting. We're launching in Dubai in March as well. Oh, amazing. Um, so I'm super, you know, we're super pumped when for that. When you go out there, I know where you're going to be staying next time. Burj Al Arab. <laughs> yeah. Like 25 grand a night. I'll tell you what I'll do is um, I'll put a marker in my diary yeah. that once we've hit a certain revenue that I'll be acceptable, I'll treat myself to maybe yeah. five days there. Yeah, I'd th I, I, I start with three. Three, yeah. Because then if you don't like it, you'll be blaming me. Yeah, I paid yeah, for five days. It was crap. Invoice. You owe me fifty grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. That I mean, absolute class. That's I've got to say, I, I think probably we've had some amazing guests on, but I think I've probably learned the most. I agree. Oh, good. Today. I sat there, my brain was going. On yeah, well, I, I, and, and, and honestly, Sam, I, you know, I, I said it from the first time I met you, but I think I think you're a fucking dynasty in your field sure, and i think people sure, should yeah. really um take a lot we'll, we'll take a lot from this i know i did and um like i said get in touch with them if that's something that you want to learn more about um you know i couldn't recommend him enough and and to be honest i think he'll also give you a lot of guidance both from a, an individual individual perspective and also a property business one as well so thanks for joining yeah, us appreciate it. energy then Sweet. yeah respect man thank Lovely. you guys nice keep one. up the good work awesome thanks sam Thanks, guys. Awesome. Oh,